just uh, t- t- the other day when I was dropping my son in his is my son's friend home, mm-hmm. and you know I I pulled up at the the at the off ramp off the highway. Someone approached me, and I had I had change. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm I make the habit. It's like the, the change is so small unless I'm putting it to uh, with anything, mm-hmm. it can't do anything. And I mean, it, and it'll just sit there. So I I just trying to make the habit of. If I have it and somebody's someone can use it, I'll just I'll just give it away, right? Uh, and then, and then my, my can't wait to see you. And then my <laughs> you you can't wait to get some change. Oh, well, I'm gonna put on a mask and stuff and walk up to the cat. Like, is that the is that the cheap? Is that the <clears throat> spend some change? I gotta feed my three children. <laughs> I'm marvelous, and I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe to all the above on all streaming platforms possible. Search Particle Sons. Also, go to particlesons.com. Uh, YouTube as well. You can see us there shining and profiling and all of the above. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. You're here. Yeah, Pip, hooray. Agree with all of that. How are you today? I'm good, my brother. How are you today? Surviving and smiling, man. Can't complain, man. All right. All right. Life is good. Weather's participating. I don't hate on weather. No, it's been a, it's been a good few days. It's just been a good summer. No. Uh, yeah, I would say that, except for the the, the smoke filled smoke filled days, you're that, right. that kind of that kind of right. dent in it. No, otherwise you, than that, you know, it's been pretty you know what it is? Because I always hear a lot of motherfuckers complaining about the um in the winter time. It's too cold, right? And then the summer it's too hot, and now they're saying not enough summer. There's too many rainy days and stuff. But I was like, yo, pick a struggle, man. Yeah, Stop complaining about everything. You got to pick a struggle. You got to pick a struggle, man. So that that's my main concern. Ready to get you ready to get to this? Let's get to it. All right, first polls. We'll get to the polls of the week. Um, one polls. The first poll said, "Do leaders deserve the benefit of doubt? Of the doubt?" And fifty-seven percent said yes. Yes. Okay. How do you feel about that? Yeah, still, I, I still say the same. They, I, I believe they, they need the benefit of the doubt. They're human beings. At the end of the day, hopefully. Hopefully the not as we see them on TV all the time. You know, it's just like you, you you hope for some at at some point they're putting up a, a face, they put up that tough act because mm-hmm. that's part of their job. Mm-hmm. But you know, they go home and the regular person they can have a, a, a regular well, I guess they can't have a regular life as much as they possibly want to, but as much as they possibly can. It's it's gotta be hard to be in the spotlight, especially if like your kids of somebody, you know famous or popular like that like a home life balance that i don't envy that being being in that stature okay let me ask you this then do you consider well the uk has you know parliament monarchy do you consider prince charles a leader I, why, why, why you look at me like that? I just asked you a simple question. Wait, is he, I think he's a rubber stamper, man. <laughs> I think most of those heads are rubber stampers. They just they they, they the ideas are brought to them, 
what needs to be done, you know, they, they have people who think for them. And at the end of the day, they sign off. The power is in the signature for them. Because I look at this stuff as like, well, you have parliament, right? Right. So you don't really, the, the royals are there for me, decoration. Yeah, but I don't know that's how, how, in de- how in depth they are, like in, intertwined with the British government. I don't know. Right. I might be ignorant about it, but I don't know. But I'm looking at stuff as like, if we don't need you to pass votes or bills and all that type of stuff, whatever, what the fuck do we really care? Like, I, and I say that in like the, the nicest way. I know the, the, the profanity might scare some people off, but I look at it as stuff as where, okay, we were upset that the queen passed. Right. Queen never signed any paperwork saying this, that, that prime minister, they have their whole parliament set up same way like how Canada is. So if we hear something like, oh, well, let's say, I don't know, let's say Prince Charles and stuff, you know, you know, not sorry. <clears throat> King, Charles King Charles. King Charles. Isn't, you know, doing too well and stuff, whatever, right? Do we throw the pity party like as a person or do we do a pity party as like a, a, a quote unquote world leader? Because they're not quote unquote world leaders. I think you throw the pity party as the person. Um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's done enough. In the short amount of time that he's been king, for for you to say it's it's been a game changing position sure, for him. Do not judge my king by the time. Well, listen, he's man, if, he, if he's anything like his mama, he might be there for a while. Might be there for a while. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She she they held it down. They she don't make him down. like they used to. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that's that's the other thing. That's all I gotta that's say to it. They, whatever. They don't make them like they used. They to. don't make them like they used to and stuff. Whatever you know. But hey. I think yeah, like like their importance is is within the signature, and then I I guess due to the fact that, you know, not only are they a monopoly family, but as far as um, as far as wealth holders go, they're in there just like the Rockefellers or anybody else, right? So they 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 own land. Like you own land, you hold a and I, an I like how you said that. Now that now that I would. Put some more respect on their name and stuff, whatever. Yeah. As soon as you said it, like a light bulb went off and stuff, whatever. Because if we look at it now, the Kennedys, let's say, you know, minus John F. Kennedy. Right. President. Right. Uh, world leader at a time. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I want to say, not world leaders, but that family still trot through reign supreme. Exactly. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, exactly. The still do the same. Like we, we know the, we, we know, know them. them. We don't. We might not know the, the 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 today's players, but they're still playing. We know that for a fact, right? But so we, I need to, we, we need to give today's players a little bit more shot. The, they, all I know is, um, Jay Electronica dated like a, a granddaughter I, a, of a Rockefeller, of a Rockefeller right, stuff, right. whatever, right? And I was like, it blew my mind. I'm like, oh, they still exist. But think about it. If you're a Rockefeller in today's day and age, right? Yeah. And you know your family has been getting so much hate for the last past few years. You're saying do you really want to pop up as a Rockefeller or do you just want to operate behind the scenes and make that bread? Remember, they care Politely. nothing about the spotlight. I care about the bread. Yeah. I care about the bread yeah. and stuff, whatever, right? But I look at it stuff as where if you're looking from like the royal side. Right. And that that's just the tailoring and stuff for the, from like the popularity. It's the pageantry. Yeah. Right. So I just, I'm looking like, mm, like for me, I take the bread and hide out because, like I said, when I saw it, they're like, "Oh, Jay Electronica is dating a granddaughter of the Rockefeller." I'm like, "The fuck out of here!" I was like, like, "Get that bread, man!" You know what I mean? Get that money. <laughs> I was like, "Damn it!" You know how much money they got. 
So, but we glad we got one in there for a limited time. For a limited off. time, yeah. This was, <laughs> it was short lived. It was short lived. It was short lived. <laughs> um, one more thing about the world leader thing, yo. I got cussed. I got I really. Got, I got cussed the fuck out. I think um, I think first wave was at my job. Shout out to all the people and stuff that work at my organization. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Who do support my podcast and do appreciate you guys. I, I was minding my BI, let's say maybe before lunch. Okay. So I went to go um, use the washroom, wash my hands before I'm going to go heat up my food. Right. Y'all had somebody come up to me and stuff, whatever. And they said, Do you think I give a fuck about Trudeau and if I should give him the benefit of the doubt? And I was like, <laughs> Ouch. I'm sorry. And then she's like, are you? She put the, she put a finger to she me. Put the, she gave you the gun finger? She, she gave me a, well, she, well, she, didn't, she just, she just pointed. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't know. Like, it's not in her culture. It's in right, our right, culture. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like in their culture, the cops kind of do yeah, the pointing yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. gun. Yeah. So it's kind of like, she's like, you think I care about Trudeau? So I was like, I, by the tone of your voice, I take it and stuff. No, she's like, you care about Trudeau? So I'm like, there's a lot of pointing going on and stuff, whatever, right? <laughs> Someone gonna lose an eye, right? So I was like, I was like, yo, boo, let's strip away the political power, right? Right? If you knew somebody and stuff that was going through a separation, and she cut me off, she like, and he looks like Trudeau. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go down she the hall, to hear it. eat my food. She wasn't trying to hear it She's at like, all. And then she made that bold statement and stuff, whatever. She's like, I'm not, I'm participating. I'm not participating in this voting. Thing and stuff, whatever for today right. for your poll for your podcast. I'll vote every other time. <laughs> every other time, not this time. She's making a stance. I was like, you don't stand for nothing. You fall this, for everything. This is political, yo. <laughs> so I was like, maybe, maybe I just had a little too much compassion well, and empathy I mean, for them. Hopefully, you do. You vote for the next prime minister since he didn't vote for our polls, right? Uh all right, man. all right. Um. So the next one says, next poll says, do the people of today love their neighbors? I wanted to say thy, but I don't know what kind of religious denomination some people might come from. So right. I wanted to be at least politically correct to some extent. But thy, I think thy is like old English. So I think if you, if, if, you know, if you go with thy. But what if you you're old gotta, Asian? You, what if you're old Asian? I mean, what if you're old Chinese? What if you're old Japanese? That, that thy might not mean nothing to you. But then neither would the. Nah, nah, nah. No, duh is present <laughs> duh today. Is present today, okay. So the English is spoken. But 77% said no. How do you mm. feel about that? Do you love thy neighbor? Have you loved thy neighbor before? Uh, you know, I've, like I've, I've said this before, I've been very, very fortunate mm -hmm. throughout my life of, of moving into different places and different locations. I've really had good neighbors. I like, I've, I've really had good neighbors. So for me, it's, mm. it, I it would be a yes. At the same time, I know people who have night nightmarish neighbors. <laughs> so it's like, I don't <clears throat> think they'd probably be saying the same thing I would be saying. Baba Yaga's? <laughs> like, yo, you, damn. For myself, I want to say through and through so far, um, probably about Four bad ones. Okay. That I can count and recall. Right. Cause I wanna say, oh man, it was it was most of my neighbors and stuff has been like gems to me. Yeah. Right. I had a few, like I remember when I used to live um 
I used to live off Wilson and stuff, whatever, right? Right. I think the dopest thing and stuff, whatever, was that I was 18, 19? I don't think I was 20 yet. Maybe 18, 19. I've been living in there since I was 18. Yeah. Right? I was living there at 18 and stuff, whatever. But I think like before I turned 20, 21 or something like that, um, I was dating. Okay. I had a female guest come through yeah. and, you know, some things, you know, things led to another and she made some noise and, you know, she's making a lot of, you know, fun screams. Right. My neighbor across the way, hmm. apparently he heard the noise. The, the fun screams? The fun screams right, that she right. was making and stuff, now, now, whatever. Now, were they, now, did they sound like fun screams? Because sometimes nosy neighbors might get the wrong in, in, intention. I can tell you another part of stuff where nosy neighbors fuck some shit up, whatever, but this one was a good one. This one was a good one. So, like, my man and stuff, whatever, um, he was a Latino older gentleman and stuff at the time, right? Yeah. And it was so funny where I think a Friday or something like that, maybe after, right? Um, I think I'm coming in. I probably took out the garbage or something like that. I'm going back to my apartment and he sees me. And he's like, he's like, my friend. He's like, um, he's, he's like, you gonna have some fun again or whatever, right? So I'm like, some fun again. So I was like, what are you talking about? So I'm nodding my head like, what are you, what are you talking about fun? He's like, I hear your lady friend last week. Boom, 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 boom. And he did the hat, the villa. Boom, boom, boom. Ah, boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, this dude is wild. And so I was like, oh, shit. If the baby like, a knocking, don't, baby a rocking, don't come a knocking. Yo, so I was like, oh, damn, my bad and stuff. So I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll try to keep it down. I felt all bad and right. shit like that, whatever, right? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. So then I went inside my apartment. He went inside and stuff, whatever. Then I hear, Heard a knocking coming at the door. So yeah. I looked through the peephole when I looked, it was him. Right. So I'm looking like, oh shit. I'm like, what's up? Matt has two coronas. He's like, one for you and your lady friend, you know, just ah. tonight. I was like, yo, salute, man. I respect that, man. I respect that. You gotta love neighbors of like course. that. You gotta love neighbors like of that. Of course. And then there was a situation where this was the nosy neighbor aspect where it wasn't really my direct neighbor in my apartment building, okay. but it's in the building. So at that time I was on the, on the floor with the laundry. Right. Right? My boys used to come over and everything like that. We play video games and shit. Yes. This is, you know, we'll play so video the bachelor games. pad. Right. Right. And, you know, we get aggressive when we play video games. We don't talk to people and stuff too kindly, too yeah. nicely or yeah. stuff, whatever. Yeah. You might say some shit like, you know, like, <laughs> well, I heard... Yo, we were wild people when we were gaming and stuff with a, with a competition. Her right. man said... I He's like... Call me paraplegic because I don't know defeat. So I'm looking like, you out of pocket for that one. It was clever. I yeah. see where you're going I with see, that. I then I heard another dude, like, you know, like when they lose and everything, dude, like, you know, suck my dick and it'll, it'll get, it'll get, get angry. Get they, angry. They get yeah. aggressive, whatever, right? So now this neighbor, she's cute. Yeah. Right? But I'm like, I knew she didn't live on the floor and stuff with her. So I went too short because I see her like periodically, you know, at the spot. So I went to go. Check my mail. Okay. And she was checking her mail and stuff, whatever, right? Right. So she's she's already like there looking at her mail. She saw me put the key at the mailbox. And I was like, I was like, what's up? How you doing today? Yeah. I just said that. Just just that. Just that. And she no shot. She's like, what's up? How you doing today? And stuff like that. She's like, she's good. And she looked and stuff, whatever. So I'm like, I've never seen you here before. She's like, you're that, you're that gay guy that lives. On, on you know at blank blank apartment right like I'm like what 
Okay, yeah, so, yeah. okay, so now you gotta really question it because she got the right apartment. Yeah, she got, she the, right got apartment. the right apartment. Because you saw me, my keys in the in the mailbox. I'm she like, just got the wrong orientation. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, so I, I don't know. Her. Gonna, I'm gonna say that in my head, I'm like, the fuck? But I'm like, I'm like, what? Right. I was like, why are you saying I'm gay? So she's like, yo, one time I walked past your apartment, I hear a lot of a lot of guys yelling and stuff, and I hear like, mm, suck my dick. And I was like, these motherfuckers. I was like, yo. We play video games and get kind of intense and stuff for there. She's like, really? And then she's like, yeah, you grown ass men play video games. Yes. Next question. So I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I put the brake pads on a lot of people. I'm like, look here, man. I'm going to need you not to talk too zesty when you win this Right, bitch. right, right. Because all of the above. And the wrong impressions are being given off right, right now. I, no, I, but I, I hear it. I had like other neighbors and stuff where they wouldn't even acknowledge me. Yeah. Like I would look and like, hello. Or head nod and everything like that, and I don't know. I don't want to use like the black card and stuff, whatever. Right. I just look at. I was like, I said hello, you know, like or just a wave and just stuff. Wave. I'm not asking for you, like, come on over. Let me be Jeffrey Dahmer or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Whatever. Just something like cordial greeting. I mean, like, okay, when when you were growing up, because I was by my mechanic yesterday, and he was telling me about um. Uh, I I just told him that you know I recently moved to Milton. He's asking how the neighbors were, and then he was telling me about some spot that he was in, uh, in the city of Brampton, where there's a new development. Okay. And in that new development, it looks like it's it's mostly African Americans or African African Canadians. Sorry. Oh, okay. Right. And then so he said when he, when he went there, he, he just he felt like home. He felt like like back in the days when like. When, when you knew like, like majority of the people on the block and people would just go to each other's houses and just, just hung out and just chill and run jokes. And I'm over in this person's garage and I'm over in that person's garage. And he said, and it goes, that, that's how the entire vibe was the whole day. He said, he just went up there to fi fix a friend's car. And he was just like, he was just amazed. It's like, he hadn't felt that type of vibe. Like, like, like back in the day, like when, you know, people used to live together in community and like, like community housing type of deals. Right. And I was telling him, I remember first time experiencing that when I went to again my my aunt's house in in Queens, New York. Like I was, I remember one time sitting on the uh, the pod. That was the first time that I've been on a, a street where I could say ninety five percent were black, and and almost everybody had a relationship. You were over this person's yard. You were just over that person's yard. Mm. And then I started remember when remembering when I was growing up, and not so much, not so much like. Like the families would, would, would to get together on the block, but you, but as a kid, you knew everybody's parents. Mm. I can agree. I can agree. Right. And like your, your friends on the block all came to each other's. We all went to each other's houses. And like, like that with, you had the, that same type of, of, course. of, of vibe going up. Of course. Cause when, when do you think that started all just disappearing? Kidnapping. Mm. I feel like the kidnapping aspect is the, right? When kidnapping, cause it's kind of like, and drug use more so because you don't know whose family might be doing what behind closed doors. Right. And then now it's, I call it the, the I call it the Jay-Z effect. I, I, don't, I only call it Jay-Z effect because Jay-Z has this aura about him like, I'm better than you. Right. Everything I do, I'm better than you. Oh, you're on drugs? Well, I'm better than you. I don't do drugs. So my kids ain't fucking with your, your kids, kids and stuff, whatever, because I'm better than you and everything like that. And I want to say then like, like the kidnapping, the the rapings, the the molestations and stuff like that, whatever you're looking like. Well, I don't know what you might do with my kid and stuff like that or how much you might protect my kid. Right. So, 
I gotta look at you and you know, yeah, yeah. You know, are, are you at my level or still am I like, better than still you? Still have and that stuff, skepticism about you and right. Because right. remember, when it comes to like kids and stuff, whatever, they just don't eat, poop, and play. So their friends might look dusty as shit and stuff, whatever. And, until like the adults tell them that's a dirty ass kid. But other yeah. than that, whatever, they're just playing. Yeah, yeah. They're just having a good time and that's stuff, it. whatever. Right? It's kind of like more the adults will shape their their mind. Mm-hmm. So, I think for me. I noticed the kind of the transition, but I could be wrong. The millennial. Right. But I look at it where that 94, 95 time, I've noticed and stuff, whatever, was kind of like the don't talk to strangers thing came up heavy. Right. So even if the neighbor moved in over there and they didn't look too friendly, yeah. you're not talking to these strangers. Yeah. You're just looking at them and stuff, whatever. You might be in their mix, but that's just about it. That's it. I, I'm like, like for me I look at this as word neighbor the neighborly love like love thy neighbor maybe I'm an asshole for saying this stuff but I feel like if you're a Christian person isn't that in the Ten Commandment though yeah the love it's, thy neighbor so how the, the fuck can you be a devoted Christian if you don't even fuck with your neighbors I mean, but how many people are least to Christian values today oh my bad and then how much of you know Christian values is what it used to be back then, how much of it is still represented that way today is another thing, right? So it's, yeah, I love my neighbor, but it's the neighbor who I choose to love. <laughs> type of deal. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't love you right next door to me, but the neighbor down the hall, I'm cool with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then that quantifies for them as neighbor right. then, because it's still on the block. Right. Or, or, okay. That's fair. Um, does altruism still exist today? Like, I know we always question. talk about like pay it, like pay it forward, mm-hmm. right? I don't really see too many pay it forward acts going on, personally. Yeah. Anymore compared to like if, to be honest, I feel like for me to witness a pay it forward event, I thought about it when I thought about the like the topic. Right. It was definitely 2015, 2016. It's it's funny because I was gonna say I don't think I've seen any type of acts of paying it forward mm-hmm. since pandemic, and I'm wondering if that is one of the one of the causes because now we're not we're not interacting as much with other people, okay, right? And you know because of the the, the pandemic, the, the economics of some people have gotten so tight that. They can barely take care of themselves, much less to extend. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like where before you might have had you might have had that spare change in your, your cup holder. You're driving and you see somebody on the street and asking you, you now and you're driving, you wish you could give it to them, but that spare change is no longer sitting in the cup holder. I saying people are using the spare change now. People are using their spare change now, even if they have the spare change. Some people are not even having the, the spare change. Mm. See, I was looking at it where, okay, this, like, what, like, people who think they're, like, the altruistic. Right. I don't feel like it counts as to family members and friends. For me. No. Because I look at it stuff as, like, it's kind of like your friends are your extended family. Right. So you're supposed to, you, you're not supposed to, I can't tell anybody what to do, but you're not, su- it's you're not supposed to, but, but, y- you should be compelled. Compelled. You should be compelled. Bless your heart, sir. For, you know, to do things for your family. Right. Right? Do nice things or good things for your family. I think real altruism 
exists and stuff when you're doing it for a complete stranger. For a complete stranger. When you talk about, you said the pandemic and stuff, whatever, I wanted to change my answer and stuff, whatever. We, I did receive. You did? Oh, okay. Because there was a situation where, um, okay, so my hospital is, I want to say it's like dead smack in like a neighborhood. Yeah. Right? Now, there's like a street, I'm not going to name it the street, but you know the street, it's a long street and stuff there from like top of the major intersection down to the hospital and stuff, right? Yeah. I have two two actual co-workers, three now, three actual co-workers that live on this street. Okay. I asked them, there was a house on a corner on the stop sign before you get to the hospital, mm. right? And I asked co-workers and stuff, I'm like, do you know the people and stuff? Because first of all, they have a little kid. Right. And she drew on the sidewalk and stuff, whatever, like God bless healthcare workers for the pandemic time. Okay. It was dope. I think I put it, I put it up in my story and stuff at that time. I think whatever, so. Right? I think I seen that. So cause it was, it was dope. I'm like, I appreciate that. Right. You right. know, they had us hyped up. Healthcare workers are superheroes. No the fuck we're not. We're you normal got, people. You guys were the capes. Yeah. 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 That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, same house now, like yeah. the little girl did the whole chalk writing and stuff on the sidewalk. Now, I think, Either the following week, I'm pretty sure I think it's like the following week. Okay. There's a plastic table outside and stuff for them, like on Mornder grass area. Yeah. And then it says healthcare workers and stuff, whatever. Please take a sanitizer and a and a sanitizer and sanitizer candy, like a lollipop and something else and stuff. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit. We don't know these people. Yeah. I asked my coworkers and stuff. They said none of those people that live in the house is a husband, a wife, and like I think two kids. Right. And so everybody just kind of walked past thank you to the hospital and stuff. Like somebody else took a photo. Yeah. And then the hospital ended up giving them a gift basket and stuff like that. I think, right. you know, gift cards and stuff like that to show that we appreciate, appreciate them the it. same yeah. way they appreciate us. Yeah. Right. So like the pay it forward aspect and stuff were there was still there. Right. So I do take it my previous statement. Okay. Now, if it's not myself doing it, no, sir. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. If like, I, if it's not myself doing it, like, I don't see it. Like, like, when was it? Um, just uh, the the other day when I was dropping my son and his is my son's friend home, mm-hmm. and you know I I pulled up at the the at the off ramp off the highway. Someone approached me and I had I had change. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I make it up. It's like the, the change is so small unless I'm putting it to uh, with anything, mm-hmm. it can't do anything. And I mean, it, and it'll just sit there. So I, I just try to make the habit of, if I have it and somebody's, someone can use it, I'll just, I'll just give it away, right? Uh, and, then, and then my, my can't wait to see you. And then my, okay. <laughs> you, you can't wait to get some change. Oh, I'm gonna put on a mask and stuff and walk up to the cat. Like, is that the is that the cheap? Is that the spend <clears throat> some change? I got to feed my three children. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please, I got to make it home to my two children. And then, yeah, and then, then I just, I just don't look, I just, just don't look at it again, and just, and just keep it moving. And at the end of the day, I don't know what that person is going to do with it. And I used to care, but now I don't. It's like, do you live, live? I'm living. Fair, fair. Okay, okay. Let's get into some thang thangs, sir. Um. Happy Emancipation Month in Canada. Boy, I got some beef with some places. You got some beef with some places. I know. I I know. 
I, I still see a lot of rainbow apparel and stuff, whatever, I and know. things up. And we in August, and August, like, that was ending July July 1st. July they, 1st. They, they lied to me. July to me. Did, 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 did I mean... I mean, did they, they section off and like a little bit of corner for any emancipation no, ideas or celebrations that you no, might have thought? Not, nah. not, 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 not this establishment. Jeez. However, City Hall. City Hall. City Hall. I see they, they, they are flagging the, um, the, the emancipation flag. Yeah. Going out through there. Um, and it's like, there's, there's, other there's, a of, there's a lot of uh, small uh, other places mm-hmm. that were, were. Other places and events and stuff is just going out through the month of August. So right. we do appreciate them and everything. So, you know, proud moment and stuff, you know, 50 years of hip hop. August 11th, yes, 1973. Cool Herc and his there you go. This is playlist. Damn, hip hop's one year older than me. Hmm. Oh shit! You are official product of hip hop. I'm official product of hip hop. Right, because by the time you came together with your sense and your, you know, your cognizance, yeah, is this is what? Well, well, think about it. When or I was born in England, 1974. Okay, and when I came to Canada was 1975. Okay. So I was in North America and while I was in North America, and this is the funny thing because a lot of people look as at Toronto as like late comers to the, uh, to the scene, right? Because mm. it's, it's blossomed throughout the entire US from its birthplace in New York. But I, I always tell people, I said like, yo, from, from the period of like, I want to say the eighties, okay. mid, mid eighties, I can remember taking family trips to New York. Back then, there was already there was already be like a Caribbean connection of relatives that were crossing back and forth. So during the eighties, from the eighties, we were bringing that culture over, right? Mm. By the time it hit eighty nine, rappers were already in Toronto from the U.S. touring. Right, you understand? So it's 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 like. No, we've been here. We like we we grew up in it as well. It may have not been as deep seated, and it may not have been as exposed, but it was there. So I'm 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 definitely a product of the the era. It's a music that I grew up to love. It's it's you know, I've I've done all of the five elements. <laughs> I break dance. I've done graffiti. I've done uh, DJing. Okay. I've been an MC. Okay. And what's the, what's the fifth element? What's the, when the fifth element comes, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I was about to <laughs> four say, to five, though. I got the four to five in my in my mind. Though. Avatar of hip hop. Like the fuck? There's five elements for real. Five elements of hip hop. Good for you. Good for you. I, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Whatever. I, I do appreciate it. I think I'm a hip hop. I consider myself a hip hop head. Yeah. Like um, through and through, hip hop is my first musical girlfriend. And we still we still been together and stuff forever to this day. I do look at it stuff as throughout the course of time and stuff. I've we've now entered to an open relationship with music. <laughs> with music. Because I hip hop has grown and expanded that much, whatever where I mean from pop music to like country music to like international music it's, and stuff. It has hip hop elements and stuff it's in there. It's wings so far. Right. So then you're looking at stuff for like Okay, the old time road. Is it hip hop? Is it country? You know what I'm saying? You get like a Katy Perry song, like a a Dark Horse, whatever, like the way how his production and right. stuff went. And then you have Juicy G, Juicy J on it, whatever. Yeah. Is it pop? Is it hip hop? There's so many genres and stuff, so whatever, genres, like that. Man. There's languages, I want to say, let's say, 
Shout out to and shout, salute to the French rappers and stuff. The, the rappers in, yeah. in France and yeah. like the European aspect and stuff. For those places where, yes, the, the conditions might be similar. Right. But they're like, yo, you're going to get these bars. Yeah. Because I'm so used to like, maybe because it was with English was kind of like most of the things that I want to say music wise that I've heard right. within the hip hop world. Right. It's not that far off. What I want to say for the wordplay and the rhyme time and stuff, it has to be kind of like rhyming. Yeah. Right. But their thing is stuff that you're going to get these thoughts, you're going to get these bars. We don't give a fuck if it rhymes. Yeah. You're going to feel this pain or you're going to feel this energy and yeah. stuff. Like and, I, and I champion that. Yeah. I remember the, I remember the first time I heard um, hip hop coming out of Germany and just, just watching music videos and not understanding a word what they're saying but still feeling the emotion and still feeling, you know what so I mean? You, it's get, like, you, got, you, got the, you got the language going. It's like, yes, I got to find this. I'm tired of Shiza, 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 Shiza. 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 Yo, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo. <laughs> you're bopping this. Oh, like, you're like, oh shit. Now you got to look up the damn word. What does Shiza yo, Eddie, mean? Yo, Eddie. You call my, my German friend, Eddie. Yo, yeah, Eddie. Yo, yo, what does this mean? Yeah. What they say? <laughs> right? God but be damn if you listen to a song energy. be like, yo, this shit is popping and stuff. What it say? Kill all black people. Off. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you for the Thank translation, you, sir. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not mad at it. Like I said, like it's grown and expanded and stuff like that. And But I want to say I've always had other loves for different genres, like my parents and stuff, you know, from the old school reggae to like the old classical soul music and stuff. Right. right. From like, we're talking about from OJs to... Earth, Wind, and Fires. This one I'm getting and stuff like that. And even when my father passed, he had a little music, little CD set of stuff. I ran it a few times and stuff in the whip. And I'm like, man, there's some heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some old school heat. Yeah. Whatever, right? And who's, the, who's those assholes? That say, is this Shy Lights? It's like, the, uh, the boys just say, you look better in the dark? Yo, that, <laughs> that song, it hits. Shout out to the ugly people out there. That song's made for you. <laughs> that, song, that song's made for you, man. Don't feel no way. <laughs> but... But yeah, man. Um, let me ask you: when when is the when did you fall in love with hip hop? Can you give me give me like a time? Was it a song? What is it a moment? Because you said you're the avatar of hip hop and everything. You have multiple elements in you and everything. So yeah, I, did you see somebody break dancing? Like oh shit, was it Crush Groove? I can tell you, it was like li- li- like I said, it was literally one of the first trips that the family took to go to the United States. So what did I, you I see? Like what? I I didn't see anything. I didn't, I didn't see anything. Marvin. This is what I'm, this is what I'm telling you. Like, I'm, this is what I'm telling you. Like, right. When I got there, cause I was only about five, right. five, six. Right. Right. But when I got there, I ran into my cousin, my cousin, Chris, God, God rest his soul. Mm. Right. And Chris embodied hip hop. The way he, the, the flashy clothes. How old was he to, to you? He would have probably been like maybe 16, 17. At okay. That time. Okay. So he has, he has some, he has some time on you then. Right, so he may, yeah, he may have been around 16, 17 at that time, right? The flashy clothes and, and his older brother and his and his and his cousin Christine, they were all in it. So it's like they were like, "Yo, we're going to a block party," right? So then my sisters, you ever was there block parties in Canada? There was this block late later on. Okay, there was block parties, but this is like the first time I'm ever hearing like what a block party is, and mm. you got to remember this is like early 80s. See, so this is not that far apart from when hip-hop is starting. Pause that. You see? And motherfuckers fuck with their neighbors. They can have block parties. But motherfuckers Thank talk you. to their neighbors and stuff. So no, block parties can't go can't, on. It can't go on. Continue. It can't go on. Actually, I won't say that. The, um, How? Uh, last year, mm-hmm. 
the um and and for for uh where I used to live up in Brampton, yeah. Canada Day, they block the streets off. They get the permits and they block the streets off. They go into the park. They set up in the big sound Yeah, but system. that yeah, okay. So that community, that yeah. was a community. Yeah, but and that's that, what I'm that saying. That was a like, community. I've, I've been blessed to have good neighbors, and but, that those are one of those neighbors. Because the, I think the dopest thing and stuff, whatever, is kind of like in that community, especially that I champion that community. When you pull up, every motherfucker looking at you like, who the fuck is this? Like I remember somebody. It's, it's the neighborhood watch for sure. <laughs> I had because when you're there, I had the Mazda, I had the Elantra, right? I had the Acura, I had the other Acura, and everything. One of them was like, "Yo, you up here in a lot of cars." Yeah. I was like, "Am I?" And I'm like, "Bitch, who are you watching?" Yeah, right. I'm like, "Don't watch me, watch TV." So I'm looking like, "No, but they they crew thick over here yeah, because yeah. the moms do like laps to work out and stuff, whatever." The moms would all talk and chitter chatter. The kids would play. The dads would be setting up fireworks on spe- specific days and yeah, everything. And, and I was like, and then shout out to the one neighbor. Community. Shout out to the one neighbor. Like he, he's he's an electrician, and then like that, that's his thing. Like the like, he literally just sets up the fireworks for the Canada Day. They block off the street, the the, the two entrance streets for the park. The, the 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 DJs in the community. He sets up his sound system, and then they just. Rent these big bouncy castles for all the kids to come and play. That's dope. That you know that and again, how often are we really seeing that though? That's I can't tell you. Besides there, that's, that's like, wanna, how often are we really seeing that though? Yeah, man. But yeah, you see me black parties and stuff popping off in New York, right? So now I'm there, and I'm like, I want to go, <laughs> mm. right? But I'm like, no, you're too young. You're too young. You're too young. So from there, just built a curiosity in my mind. Like, yo, I see my cousins here. They're doing all these fancy moves. They're getting ready to go. It just, there's something that seems... Oh, so they were practicing for the party. No, they're getting ready. (laughs) I'm telling you, they're getting that. They're they're going to the block party. They got the fresh girls on. Brushing the waves. You know what I mean? The lead jeans, like hip hop. This is, I'm not, and I'm saying, I'm coming from Canada. I don't know none of this. This is brand new. This is a culture shock to me. Yeah. So then now I'm now so now slowly now I'm coming to like 85, 89. That's when breakdance makes the reappearance now. So now this is coming over to Canada now. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, all right, we're here. And because of the connection, the cross with the the, the, the tapes are coming, the mixtapes are so we were on mixtapes like early before there were any type of real DJs doing like putting out mixtapes. Now we were just we were listening to the past tapes where people were making off the radio right. and then bringing it back to Canada, right? So that's what I'm saying, man. And it's, it's like from that that time. So I want to say my first time break dancing, I was about 12. Okay. 12. And okay. I was like, I was I was an avid like listener of like hip hop music, whatever I could get my my hands on. And then fortunately for us, we had a radio station, like a college radio station that would play hip hop music on every Saturday. So that was, that was our treat. Every Saturday we'd sit down from one to four, listen nice. to the fantastic voyage radio program. So yeah, I want to say man, from the age of 12, man, I just, I felt it. For me, I want to say, so I was born in 85 and I want to say that, let's say 89, to like 90 <clears throat> I'm still getting leftover hip hop from 
I'm in Miami and stuff at this time, and I want to say me and leftover hip hop and stuff, whatever. It's like you know, playing on TVs and all that type of stuff. And right. I can dictate TV and stuff too much because I want to say it's normally when my mom will watch, or if I'm playing Nintendo. Okay. Right. So there was a few times and stuff where I want to say I've like had access to stuff where I didn't play video games and stuff like that. Right. And I would just flip through the channels and I remember like special lead I got it made. Mm. Like when I heard that and then I heard paid in full because I'm the paid in full part. The only part I knew as a kid was like, <laughs> okay. So, okay. Death with the record. Death with the record. That's it. Because like, I think as I got older, then like thinking of a master plan, that came afterwards. Right. But I was looking like, <laughs> and, and at the end, yo, don't forget to say peace, peace, peace. <laughs> so I was like, I, I will wait for that. I will wait for those two tracks and stuff, whatever. Right, right. Then I think like I was a five six. This nigga Hammer came out the scene now, mm. and he started doing this typewriter thing, and. I'm in my living room right. doing a typewriter and right. stuff. I think I can and stuff, whatever. But I was doing with like a bed sheet because I couldn't afford no damn parachute pants. Yeah, yeah. So I just put the bed sheet around me, look like a pharaoh. Right. And doing a typewriter and stuff, whatever, right? And and I was like, yeah, this is my genre. Yeah. Because I would hear the other things. Like my mom, I think she was like a big, um, she was like more 90s pop type of stuff okay. at, this, at this time in her world. Because it was like red, red wine. Right. Being around the world, right, and I, right, I, right, I, right, right, yeah. Like I remember yeah. she's a spin Lisa Stansfield a lot. I was like, fuck Lisa that Stansfield. Taylor Dane. Mm-hmm. So I was looking like, she's in another genre world, right? Like my, my mom is, you know, Jamaican, and right. she came from like the the reggae to the classic, you know, from like say ska reggae to like old school soul, yeah. And then she went pop, yeah. And then me, I got this hip hop kind of love, and then everything and stuff slowly start to sway, right. and then we start to separate, right? So. It was kind of like she's playing one type of music and stuff, and then I'm playing another type of music. And then she banned me for listening to hip hop on Sundays. On Sundays, you got the business. She's, she's like, "Yo, Sundays stay, for God. Stay, can't listen to the heathen music on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, listen yeah. to the heathens on Sundays. Yeah." So I was looking like, "Why? Monday to Friday? Well, Monday to Saturday, you're good. That Sunday, you keep the heathens away." Because remember, remember, I'm in Miami, right? I yeah. grew up in Uncle Luke, Two Live Crew. I was, okay, horny. don't 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 mean to cut you right there because I was gonna ask you right yeah. when you when you first started to come come outside, mm-hmm. right? In Miami, mm-hmm. right? Who who were like the the main? It was still like the Two Live Crew, the Uncle Luke's at that time was still like the the, the kings of Miami at that point. Yeah, right? they. Okay. I want to say they they ran shopping stuff in Miami, and I want to say with the Latin scene, yeah. Like Miami, we had you had Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew, and then for like the pop Latin scene, you had Gloria, Gloria Estefan. Estefan, right? right. I want you to Bobby do can go, and mm-hmm. you know, so you you had those things, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And that kind of consisted of the Miami element. So if you're like, I want to say the the white Latino folk, right? You're fucking with them, right? And if you're fucking with like the black and like the urban kind of music and stuff, it is Uncle Luke, and that's why I and I always love Uncle Luke to this day because it's so funny where. Miami was that connected. Yeah. That all of them, if you look at it, all of them come from Luke. Mm. Yeah. Two Life Crew. Yeah. Trick Daddy's first like song and stuff I heard him on was Scarred. That's Uncle Luke. Right. Trick brought Trina. Trina brought Rick Ross. Yeah. Rick Ross brought his Miami people. Yeah, no, stuff no, for Luke, 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 Luke doesn't get the respect that he deserves. 
I'm glad hip hop gave it to him and stuff way back when. Yeah. I'm like like the BET hip hop awards. Yeah. I'm glad because when I looked at it, I was like, they all derived because Luke paid he paid it for basically and yeah, stuff, whatever, right? Because when you hear like Santa Claus coming, Santa Claus coming, Cap D coming, Cap D coming, good, good. Trick Daddy's on that track. Yeah. And now I mean, Trick Daddy's now a a, a, a a DJ, radio DJ now. Yeah. Yeah. So like the times, man. So that time it was a definitely a good time. And then, yeah, the, the young girls my age and stuff, they got into more of the doodoo brows and the shaking the butts. Right, and, you know, right. shake what your mama gave you. So I look right. like, yeah, this is my genre. I'll stay over here. Doing the butt. Sexy, sexy. That's dope, man. Um, proud moments of for Emancipation Month. Definitely for that. Let's talk about August 5th. A proud moment in Black History Month. Mm. <laughs> the battle in Montgomery at River Dock. <laughs> the River Dock slaughter. <laughs> yo, hey, yo. <laughs> okay. By now, the whole world has seen you, all you, types you of angles seen, been seen it. of this video yeah. Yeah, and yeah. everything. How did the video make you feel? Let's say, let's say by the combinations of the angles and all that type of stuff. What was your high moments? What was your low moments? How did it, how did the video make you feel? Um, I you know I, I ran through I think two emotions. Okay. The first was the the angry emotion when I seen yeah when at the beginning when I seen you know the the the, the black uh, second in com command uh, of the boat. On the dock, we now know who he is. I, 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 at the beginning, everybody's like security, security guard. dudes. Like that's all we can possibly be. We're so racist <laughs> to our own damn selves. <laughs> we didn't call this man a security guard when this man is a second mate. Guilty. <laughs> this man is a second mate. Guilty. But anyway, like, like I was, I, I could feel my blood boiling the way how they were treating this man who was just doing his job. Right. Right. But then. That was just overrun and overtaken from, from the sense of pride. When I seen people say, nah, I don't care what happens. I'm going to put or risk my life and put myself in harm's way to help this brother. You talking about Black Aquaman? Black Aquaman. Aquaman. The, uh, the, dude, I, you... the dude who ran from the top. And there was one the dude who ran from the top and came around. He looked like he was just trying to stop everything. He didn't really like, he wasn't about throwing no punches. But when the Calvary came, the Calvary came. <laughs> Tally ho! And beat that ho! Shit. I was a fan of where... Um, let me say this. I thought he was security. Like, it's right. like guilty as charged. But he was just trying to bring... Organ like organization and stuff from the chaos and stuff because they just parked their boat in like a wrong spot yeah. and all the above and I'm like of course I in my head I was like I got slightly angry but I was like yeah white privilege is gonna come in and stuff and now they're gonna try to dictate and stuff like they can park anywhere with their shit when there's always rules and orders and stuff and even right not even just white privilege but I'm gonna say the people just in general like I was looking at stuff like my boy. <laughs> One of my friends and stuff, whatever, he'll do some off the road shit like, yeah. on the road. I'm like, bro, you can't do that. Whatever. He's like, I made my own rules, call me the mayor. I'm like, motherfuckers, the entitled motherfuckers and stuff, whatever. I always have an issue with those folks. Yeah, yeah. Watching this, I'm like, yeah, these people seem like they're straight entitled and they have a problem. Now, the man turned the hat to the back. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm like, oh, I was about to square up. That's what I thought. And then, is. like, 
he kind of turned it back around and then he's like, oh, they trying to jump me? Right. And then the hat toss, the, like the, the bat signal went up and right. then all the black people saw it and then it triggered Black Aquaman to jump in the water. And I was like, he's the first person in history that I know that swam to a fight. That's, yeah, that's the first person I know in history that, that's swam I was like, to a fight. I, I've never known any, because they always say black people can't swim. That, that was the story. That was the story until then, until Black Aquaman, they're not even saying man, man. Man, Uncle Mang, <laughs> Uncle Mang, Uncle Mang. Because what caught me off guard and stuff, and I was like, in that vicinity, right, right. Let's say, I don't know how big this river is and everything. I never been to Montgomery, Alabama, and stuff before. So I look at it as where one would think everybody has like respectable docking space, space. Yeah. to kind of go to and stuff. You can't just go to a place just because you're tired or you need refueling and stuff. There's right, like right. structured to this, right. right? So I'm like, these people were wrong and strong. And now, instead of like when Black Aquaman comes over, because like by that time, I think when Black Aquaman came over, there's probably like now three black people that yeah. came additionally to come help. Yeah. Help the second mate, you said? Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, all right, everything is dead from there. But nah. It was just the gift that kept on giving that videotape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say my uncle's name, you know. Free my you know, you know, we black, we all related yeah, and shit, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Free my uncle with the Free chair, unks. man. Free uncle with the chair. Free uncle's chair. Free uncle with the chair. It was it was it was a moment. I, I felt I felt like a lot of black people and stuff, whatever, like felt that. Yeah. Because it's kind of like enough is enough. Like, the fuck? Right. We get it bad enough from the police, stuff, but not regular citizens trying to like test our gangster. And it's not, and like, and again, it's like this man was just doing his, this man was just doing his job, right? And they were belligerent from the, from the onset, man, because it's, and oh, so I mean, we, 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 we've been making light of the whole hat toss, but apparently when, um, just speaking, uh, the, the the captain has has done, you know, some some speaking since then. He's now come up and and said his side of the story. Mm. Uh, captain, who's a uh, a white male, by the way, he, he was basically on the phone from the get go, like maybe a good 15, 20 minutes before his first mate even went onto the dock. Prior to the video, prior to the video, trying to get these people to to move their boat. Right? right. So when he was describing the whole thing, he said when he seen the he seen when the hat go up. So apparently that that the tossing of the hat is a distress a distress signal. Because oh. he said when he seen that he said when he, when he seen the hat go up, he knew something was wrong. And then that's when he started to you know. No, no, because see, my thing and stuff is that. <clears throat> I don't know. I felt like some of my black community people kind of just, you know, forgot about me. Like, and you speak for yourself, but I feel like they kind of forgot about me because right. I look at it where, like, you know, when they came with the new happy birthday song, I was looking like, are y'all having like secret black meetings and stuff and not telling people that I you, I we're not about, fucking with the Stevie song? Ones. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know like about the, the new one. Right. <laughs> I, like, I want to say happy birthday yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, that shit hit. Yeah, I was like, so I was looking like, I have never heard this before. I was like, I've heard no, like no one whispered it. I've been to other parties, right. or birthday things. Right. We're still singing Stevie. We still singing Happy Birthday. We yeah, still yeah, doing Stevie. Yeah, 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 yeah. like, and and, 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 and and not that it's wrong with still doing Stevie, but I think after we do the Stevie version, we should let people know that hey, you know what? 
There's a new version as well that we can do. Nope, I got an age requirement. If I go to <laughs> a party, if I go to a party if, for somebody 50 plus, you get a Stevie. You get a Stevie. 49 and younger, I want to say happy birthday to you. To you. I, I don't give a damn. I, I'm saying it. You will say it. So, so I look at him like, then when I see the hat toss and black people come out of nowhere, I was like, no one can say this. Y'all didn't say this. I don't wear enough hats. <laughs> I need to start wearing hats. You need no. To, you just need that. I, like, I need to keep hats just, in the car or like, you know, with the, the trucker hats, like, you know how he's like clipping around you like your belt loop? I was about to say, have like a dad hat stuff in your back pocket. Yeah. You know? be, be like, yo, we got a problem? He's like, let's crack my neck. He's like, hold up. Distress. Like, distress, no. distress. But if that's what the case is and stuff, whatever, I'm for it. Um, the multiple charges that went out and stuff, they kind of come with the territory. Right. And they re they recently actually, I think it was yesterday, charged the 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 chair dude. Yeah, he was yeah, charged on yeah, Friday. Friday, yeah. He was charged on Friday. I want to say um, a good portion of them, let's say the beginning because the Montgomery police chief, he, he was on, well, I saw it on CNN. Right. And he released a statement and stuff on who and who they caught prior to the conference and who and who they're, they're issued out warrants for okay. for them to turn themselves in from the situation and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And they said, yeah, there, there are multiple charges and stuff out here to be late. be late. Now we know for a fact, just regular human nature and stuff, whatever, even if you get in a, I don't know, road rage incident with somebody and you guys both get out your car swapping on hands, you're liable to get charged for something. Yeah. yeah. So these are just part of the rules that we live in and stuff in of this course. world. But if you say, fuck the rules, <laughs> I'm fighting for my people. <laughs> I'm not mad I at mean, that. Listen, man, as I, Kudos because it's like this is this is the one thing where people started setting up GoFundMe accounts for, it and people were like, "Yeah, you know what? This is I don't care if it's a scam or not. I'm making sure that these people get proper representation when it comes to court time." Facts, facts. So I'm like, it's a proud moment for everybody. I know Dr. Umar will be looking at us Pan Africans as proud. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, is Dr. Umar a hero or a villain? I want to say Dr. Umar, a hero or villain. He's oh. that villain we need. He's the villain. <laughs> he, he's that villain we need. <laughs> Speak about it. What if I, what if I put it that way? <laughs> Talk about it. Because he can be a, a, a bashment with the truth. And he'll stand on things where no where nobody else will stand, stand on. Where, and he don't give a shit on how it makes you feel. That makes him a villain? In everybody else's eyes. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, in your eyes. No, I'm, in I'm your saying, eyes. No, I'm saying, no, he, to me, he'd be a hero, but he, like oh, okay. I'm saying, oh, you're he's saying a villain in, in that, 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 that's needed. Okay. So to me, to me, I consider Dr. Umar a hero. Not like even like, you know, like, Making he's made monumental changes and stuff like that. Right. But again, the stance he takes. Yeah. I look at this stuff as where not even to be silenced, but let's say this. Farrakhan's words, they have a they have a power behind yeah, them. Yeah. Like a force to be yeah. reckoned with, whatever. No, nah, he'll right? stir he'll stir you. Yeah, because I feel like if like we're looking at like as boxing and stuff, Farrakhan would be like I guess the Ali. And I just I don't say it like that, but I want to say like a power puncher. Yeah, 
I where, think where, like, I think like he'd be more like a foreman. You think so? Yeah. Ali has has, has like a presence and stuff whatever about him. Right. I, and I, and I feel like with Ali, he has like a, a likable element of stuff to him. George, I mm. think not everybody really dig George like they that. They did after foreman grow. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but after that, but they then, did after the group. Remember, that was a different George. That was a different George because George back then and stuff yeah. on Ali, like Rumble in the Jungle type of shit, compared to like Foreman Grill George. Foreman Grill George is Christian, refound, found God, and everything converted over, right? So I look at it where it took time for people to start loving George. George. After when he came back, after he retired from boxing, right. to come back, there's like he's a real champ. Yeah, yeah, right. Umar. Reminds me of like Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> you know how Roy Jones Jr. used to do like the wind up shit. The eh, 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 eh. You're like, like, we know you're going to win, but we know you're not going to do it normal. No. You're going to do the most. You're going to do the most. And we're just going to watch because we want you to do the most and we're waiting for you to do the most. Mm-hmm. That's what it is and stuff, whatever to me. So, hero like that in my world. If the whole other world stuff, whatever, sees him as villain, I don't really see him as villain to them. I still kind of see him as a hero, but I yeah. look at his stuff as where it's not what you say, it's, what, it's how you say it. Yeah. That's a valuable lesson I learned in my 20s. I don't think he learned that lesson. <laughs> I think like he was doing other pan-African stuff at that time for that. I think he learned it. <laughs> I think he just doesn't want to adhere to it. What about the Little Mermaid shit he said? The Little Mermaid was a movie about Meghan Markle? A, a, a black woman trying to fight her her white prince. You know, you know, Mark. You, listen, y'all are not too different. <laughs> y'all are not too different. Ooh, me and Dr. Y- Umar? You, y'all say what comes to your mind. Y'all are not too different, Mark. <laughs> Truth be told, I'm reserved none. Okay, <laughs> kind okay, sir. Okay. I'm gonna need you to watch okay. your tongue around this holy roller saint. You Mark. might come and recruit you. You need you find out you're curing. I'm going. You're curing all over the. I'm going. I'm going. Yo, um, I would have talked to you about some real shit the other day. Um, so oh, wait, wait, before we before we move on, before, right? we, before, right. before we move on, talk right? about it. Do you think a person like Dr. Umar can rally the masses behind him, like how we seen like a Martin Luther King, a Malcolm X, um, even to even up to a Farrakhan has? Because we're, what we're seeing right now Slight. is he is, if we're if we're looking at black leaders right now, today, right, who still will fit that bill and are willing to fight, Farrakhan is is is, is still there. We don't think he's ever going to go away. He's got to he's got to die and leave that post. We ain't we even even in his bed. We're still looking for him as leadership, mm. right? Umar, I want to say is, is is making that name for himself. As that guy, right? And then I want to say the other person that I would I would say would, would, would kind of fit that bill or or um on that on that on that way up is uh the other young brother who's part of the nation of the is- Islam. R- uh, Riz- 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 Islam. Yeah. Him I would say on 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 the come up. <clears throat> Do you think though, like a Riza? Or a Dr. Umar w- would be able to galvanize like the last time we see. Like, would those guys be able to do a, a million man march like how we seen Farrakhan was able to do? Um. <clears throat> well, in today's world, we don't really have like togetherness like that as people. Right. 
Um, I want to say, to be honest, I feel like <clears throat> Umar might have a little bit more mass appeal. Okay. Compared to um, Rizla. Okay. The reason why I say that is because I want to say Dr. Umar and stuff, he will go to places where he knows like they would have an effect or like a sonic boom. Right. And it will travel. So then therefore, let's say, let's say if he said he's not going to go on like all, all predominantly white platform. Right. He would probably go to somebody who probably works with the peoples on the predominantly white platform and stuff like that. Right. Like I look at it where I always see him pop up, like I guess the Breakfast Club. Right. The Breakfast Club is run by, was it, iHeartRadio. Right. Right? Yeah. iHeartRadio is a big-ass conglomerate. Yeah. Would he pop up on like a Howard Stern or somewhere like that, whatever? No. No. But how would they, Howard Stern and all those other people would know and stuff? Because he would go to somewhere like the Breakfast Club, who is kind of like attached to these places. Got it. So his, his echo would be kind of far. Right. Further and stuff, whatever, right? Rizla, I want to say, if you know, you know. Okay. If you know, you know. Because I want to say us as black people in North America, right? we're kind of been programmed or I want to say, I, I want to say we kind of, yeah, been conditioned to know for the fact that we see a black man in a suit. Right. He has a little authority or, or his words should be, you know, Besides a wedding. You see a black man in a wedding and stuff, whatever, you know, you're not taking this shit serious and stuff right. like that, whatever, but you see them like on a day-to-day basis and stuff like this, there's kind of like something to kind of look at, right? His words do hit. They're impactful. Mm-hmm. The shit he says and stuff, whatever, and I don't even look at it as shit. I want to say is like, the points that he comes from, he stands, he stands by parts where I can agree with the factuals. Yeah. So I do like his words more than Dr. Umar's, but again, it's the mass appeal. He doesn't have right. the mass appeal compared right. to Dr. Umar. Right. So people now are divided. Like I said, the togetherness and stuff isn't here. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to pick? Mm. Because even like, you know, you have people like Shaka Bars out here now. Yeah. Grabbing the, the, um, the online groups. Right. Right. And then you have 19 keys. Right. What kind of look like, because there was the guy, I think brother, no, brother love is Diddy. But brother poet, or I forget this guy's name, but I, I know when I see him. I think brother nice or something like that. Brother brother polite, brother polite, brother, brother polite. polite. I'm like yeah. brother poet, brother polite. Again, these people and stuff have been here, been here yeah. but they don't have mass appeal, right? For people to kind of stick to them and probably right. be like, it's, again, it's one of those if you know, you know, right? Right. So you need the mass appeal and stuff, whatever, to kind of that that aspect and stuff, right? Like. People always say like, oh, I don't want to sell out. But like, it's not about selling out. It's about getting your reach across. Yeah. And it's, don't mean to cut you, but that's mm-hmm. one of the, that's one of the criticisms people were, were shouting at Ice Cube. Well, Ice Cube was saying, no, I'm going on, on, on this, on this little podcast tour that he said he was doing to his, his, expo- his exposing the gatekeepers. And they were saying, well, yeah, but you're going on these gatekeeper shows to do it. And Ice Cube was like, yo, Anywhere there's a mass audience where I can get my message out, I'm willing to go to get my message out. I don't care. As you should. I don't care. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Because remember, some people probably won't do it because the payday might not be big enough and stuff, whatever. Other stipulations and stuff, right? Right. It's not about, it's about the word. 
And I and this is the that's the aspect of stuff that I kind of love about when I see people like Cube doing that. Yeah. Because it has like a Jesus feel to me. Like, I don't need a fucking church to give you this word. Yeah. I don't need to take offering to give you this word. Yeah, I'm just yeah. here to give you this word. Right, right. And that, that's what it is. So like, if you go to and fro, but like, if you're selective, that's one thing. If you get shut down, that's another thing. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, the, the power whole, of social media. Whole, oh, you went to talk to Trump and... He was just, look, listen, man, I have a plan for my people. I'm willing to talk to anybody who's willing to listen to the plan I for my people. I respect that. I respect that. That's that. That's that. That's that. I respect that. I'm not mad at that. Um, before we, before we move on, because yeah, we're, we're we're preaching this whole list, these blacks coming together and seeing stuff and and trying to commit change. On the other side of the con uh, of of the world, over in Africa, where they have Niger, who just had the the, the coup, mm. and threw over the, their government, um, and pretty much ousted everybody from France out. So their whole thing is. We're getting rid of our colonizers. And the African nations around, around them are, are, are I, can't, I can't remember what the summit is called, but they're looking to go now do military intervention and reinstate the government inside Niger, okay. right? That was the plan, I think, um, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, right? Okay. But recently, there has been like some like national assembly, right? And what they're realizing is no, the people in Niger mm -hmm. support the coup that's in place now. So for them to go in and do a military intervention mm -hmm. for what the people are now supporting, it ain't gonna look good, and it's not gonna have it's not gonna have any good good results to it. So now they have to now they're trying to rethink of how they're they're going to do it. But right now in Niger, they're pulling they're pulling the threads that they because they were colonized by France. They, they were under um, um, up up until recently, they were doing business with France. They seen all the the flags and the, what they have now, the French flags right now. They're pulling out the threads, right, and restitching these panels and making the Russian flag out of it. Mm. So now. They're saying, okay, we're siding with Russia. With a lot, there's a lot of African countries down there not, that are not siding with Russia. Mm -hmm. And then you hear, you hear a lot of people in North America taking a stance. Well, why are you leaving one colonizer and going to the next? And pretty much shitting on people in Africa who are thinking of just of, of changing teams saying it's going to be bad either way. But I'm like, how do you know it's going to be bad either way? And how are you going to tell somebody who's been sitting in a shithole for so long to worry about what's on the other side might be shittier? At, right. at that point, they're willing to take their chance to see if that other side is shittier. Of course. But they don't have nothing to lose. They feel like they have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. So, And I just don't understand, like, how do you not see that? Like, we, we live... We live in, in a society where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think, <clears throat> I think it might be a personal awareness type of thing. Because mm. a lot of times the stuff is kind of like, if it is not happening directly in front of you or impacting you, right. you basically really don't give a shit. Mm. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> like I want to say, 
this side of the community and stuff here could not be on fire, right? Another section of the community be on fire. So I'd be like, oh, shit, that area is on fire. I don't give a shit. Right. And then there's other people that be like, oh, damn, that area is on fire. We should go and help. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the level of awareness and stuff within the individuals and stuff. And a lot of times I think most of the time the collective, they're afraid. Yeah. They're afraid or yeah. like, you know, change is not really good for them. So like you were saying why they would kind of convince the people like just stay in the shit. Like don't go over there because over there you might not get shit on and stuff whatever, but just stay in the shit yeah. because change is not really for everybody. Right? Mm. Um, Is spirituality and religion the same or different? Um, to me, they're different. How? What's your definition of spirituality? My definition of spirituality is um, trying to connect your your, your inner self mm -hmm. with the with the the tangible and non tangible aspects of life. Meaning, meaning. I know I know within within myself, right? There's something that there's something that keeps me going. There's something that 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 makes me alive apart from what's in me physically, right? Okay. And then I use that and I examine outwards and then I see the 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 physical presence of the earth and I see other animals and I see other things, right? And I feel some sort of, of connectedness to the planet and to the outside world. And I think that that perspective, I think I, I get that vibe from what I would call my spirit. Okay. Right? Now, with that vibe of my spirit, it, 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 it dwells on, on two planes or it's one plane, but two different poles on that plane either it's a, a pole of good or it's a pole of bad and then and everything else balances on those poles happy sad um content not as content so where does religion come in now because you said the same religion now mm -hmm. feels to me it's like somebody's telling me how to feel okay or someone's trying to dictate my emotions so, they, so they're different so yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's different. Okay. To me, it's different because I, I now this is my personal feeling. This is what I, I have inside me without anybody telling me anything, mm -hmm. right? Where religion is somebody telling me how to feel or what I should be feeling and why I should be feeling. To me, <clears throat> there myself personally. They're different, and I want to say, let's say, in my reality, they're different. Right. The overall truth is that they're the same. Hmm. Right. Now, somebody might probably be like, "What the fuck?" Explain that. Explain that. For me, spirituality is more love, compassion, and I want to say surrounding. Right. So spatial awareness. Mm -hmm. That, because if 
in your vicinity, you see somebody crying, you don't know who the hell they are. Again, it kind of tie in with altruism and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah. You know who they are. You just, you're just compelled to say like, oh my gosh, you know, your spirits right. moved, you moved you to go talk to the person or give them a, a, you know, a hand, a handkerchief, something. Right. I feel like that aspect and stuff is spiritual to me. Religion, I want to say kind of like structure, but I feel like religion is needed. Why I say like they're kind of the same is because not everybody is connected to their spiritual side of themselves. Right. They need religion to be guided to that spiritual self. Okay. Because I look at it stuff as I was once lost, now I'm found. You're really lost. <laughs> like you, no, you, you knew you, you knew your standpoint. You really Especially people in today's time, whatever, right. right? Yeah. It's not like you're born out of nowhere stuff. Like you're born, you get a social, you get like, you know, your parents' name, you get a birth certificate and stuff, whatever. You're not lost. No, you're not lost. You're not lost. But I want to say your spiritual side is just not found. I was, and I was about to say that. It's it, I mean, it could be a simply simply a case that you haven't found your spiritual side yet. But then the religion will bring you to it. Okay, now, so... If not, and some people don't need it. Right. But then others and stuff, whatever that don't, because think about it, we live in times right now right. where, like, mental health is at all-time high, rise, drug usage, and all this type of things that was going on. I feel like if you had a little bit more structure and stuff, whatever, meaning religion, yeah. you might not turn to some of those things. You might be like, instead of me picking up, I don't know, this joint, you might want to pick up a Bible verse or right, two right. that might kind of give you that satisfaction. It might right. not, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's always miraculous to me how Bible paper and weed paper and stuff, whatever, it's kind of like, you know. Kind of similar? Kind of similar. So, you know, like, they're all same, all connected. But this is where like, I always say stuff before, like, I'm a spiritual but not religious person. Yeah. Right? I still say that. You still to, I, this, to I, this day. To this day. Not, you're not to, changing to this, that. I'm not changing it. Not, not, changing, not changing it. it. Not changing it. So and it's so funny because even because I like to break down words a lot, right? And just the the, as etymolo you the etymology of everything is like as you should. And I'm looking at, I look at religion, mm -hmm. right? Okay. What well, we'll break it down. Re legion. Well, what was the legion before that I'm I'm, I'm reestablishing to? I mean, but it's legion is L E and legion is L I. Spell. Never worry. Never worry about the spelling. Oh, never worry about the. It's spelling. always the fanatics. Oh, okay. it's always the fanatics because depending on where you go, they spell things differently. Fanatics or yeah. ph phonics. F phonics. Phonically. Phonics. Phonics. Oh, okay. I was like fanatics. I'm like, which fans? Yes, which fans? <laughs> I was like, what? only fans. It's, it's always spelled differently because even with even with the term like even with the term term spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. When I think of spiritual, I think like, yo, spirit rituals. And then I break it down. Well, spirit, I say, yeah, 300 website. Everybody else talks about 360 degrees of knowledge. What is that? That's a spirit. Okay. Well, if you're practicing 360 degrees of knowledge and you start doing things in that, in that atmosphere, what are you doing? You're doing rituals. Uh, oh. We became one of those podcasts now. <laughs> Where we just say some uh, some some shit to kind of confuse people and just shut the fuck up on it. And be like, you decipher. Next. <laughs> well, I got some shit to add too, damn it. Why they call it W when it's WV? Actually, it was called WV first. Oh, okay. It, so was, it was WV who first. Who the fuck just changed it? I, I, I the don't colonizers? Know. No, so, 
in it back then, uh, the the actual U yeah had the V sound and the V sound had the actual U sound. So I don't know when they 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 so started messing them shit around. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shorty. <laughs> I don't know when they started changing it, but yeah, yeah. Because that should always mess me up too. I was like, yo, that's a double V. But at one point, it was called double V. That's true. Okay. Um, one last thing is that before the whole, before we switch off, do God and drugs go hand in hand? Yeah, your name. I think some really good drugs can make you go see God. <laughs> yeah. So that's a yes. Yeah. Because I was I, 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 well, you know, just think about it. Okay. In, in the, the Native American society, they use what? Peyote as their, um, their, their medicinal. Peyote is a classified drug. Right. Their, their medicinal, they, they, they do it in their powwows, right? And that's to bring them closer, right? Then we have the. Colombian the, people with the ayahuasca. The ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the black people with the weed and with the Bible papers. <laughs> Come on, man. God gave us these plants, brother. God gave us these plants. Right? I, 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 at first, I looked at it and I was like, oh, Lee, I just realized this stuff a lot of times that some people would have these moments and stuff of like, quote-unquote, spiritual awakenings. Right. With the, the assistance of substances that are more natural, man-made. Yeah. Than any case else, I'm not too sure. I've never did stuff like cocaine yeah. and you know stuff like that. But I want to say shrooms is natural, right? And you can go cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and you might, you might meet a maker, right? You might meet a maker or two or stuff like that, right? Same thing with some people when they weed when they said they, they're lifted, they're yeah. elevated, right? Yeah. You end up seeing some things and stuff for that. But I look at it as where we kind of us as people, we kind of make it look like it's a no no for drugs. But what if a junkie? Now you're saying a junkie. Let's say a person who's a heavy drug user of a particular type, more earthy type of drug. Right. You're like, oh, all you do is get stoned and everything like that. They're like, no, I'm just trying to get connected to a God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do we still ridicule them? I mean, I don't, I don't think we can. Okay. I, think it's, I, I think it's the atmosphere and, and how you're, they're going about it. Obviously, anything that you abuse it becomes bad for you, right? And I think that's, I think that's part of the the problem now. Is that if too much of something is bad for you, then what if people like who constantly go like full into like religions? Then isn't that too much for them? Yeah, but you know, some of them turn fanatics, though. Oh, uh, there, there's your fanatics. There's the oh, fanatics. not the fanatics, <laughs> not the fanatics. There's the fanatics. fanatics. Some okay. of them turn fanatics, though. Ah, right. Spot and, on. Spot on. <laughs> but. I mean, outside of that, it's like, okay, for instance, LSD. Okay. Big hallucination, hallucinogen, right? Yeah. I mean, before it was banned, they were literally, you know, they were literally studying the, the benefits from the drug, right? right? And it, it, they were manufacturing it to say, hey, we can use it to treat this. We can use it to treat that. Something happened along the, along the lines where it just became treated as, a narcotic and a psycho, uh, psychotic drug, mm-hmm. right? So now there's now there's a band on it, but within the more, you know, with the more recent years that's gone by, you see that they're now starting to do more research in psilocybin. Is that what you call the mushroom? Is psilocybin? Psilocybin, yeah, yeah, right, and and LSD because they're realizing, okay, you know what? Maybe we jumped the gun a little bit too early, 
Maybe there are compounds in these the, the, these plants and stuff like that that can help mankind, and we're just looking at it the whole wrong way. Yeah, but but I feel like because the the, the manufacturing, yeah, I think once it gets to a manufacturing process and stuff, whatever, it kind of kills like the I want to say the originality or the regular earthy element from it. Right. So it gets kind of technical. So this is where I'm looking. I'm like, but that that but ain't that ain't natural. But here's the thing, though. Go ahead. Cause it, cause it starts off natural, right? But because it's natural, you can't, you can't patent it. What do you mean? You can't patent it as a, as a natural method. As, as, you can't patent a tree leaf, but You're you can weed. But you got to bake down the chemicals first and reassemble the chemicals and then patent the chemicals, right? For the, for the weed? For the weed, for the weed. For weeds that's being sold in dispensaries. Yeah. That weed that's sold in dispensaries, right? Those are patent to that company. Exactly. And they can tell you that the pit they because they know what exactly how much percentage this that is in, that that is in. No, that's a guesstimate. That that is a guesstimate. That's a guesstimate because even they said like the original indicas and original sativas right. have left the planet. Yes. They, they have left the yes. planet. Yes. But right? as, but as soon as you that, that's what I mean. As soon as you make a, a, a change to it, you cannot patent it. You can't patent the original form. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But, you can't but, but, the original but form. even in that case and stuff, whatever, it's still something you were, even that seed mm. that would, that came from somewhere, you can take it and grow it somewhere and stuff and still give it another name. Yeah, you can give right? it another name. Right? But then when it comes to LSD and stuff, whatever, you still have to straining out of a um, particular type of, somebody told me, they get LSD from mushrooms and something else. It's another thing and stuff. But I think, like, it's, I don't want to say salvia. But it's like peyote family and stuff right, like that. Okay. So like the earth. Sati- no, that's sativa. No, no, no. So, like, I think, I think it's salvia. So, I sal- it is salvia. I, but I don't want to say it's salvia because it's like another family. Like, and it's salvia a part of, is a part of, of this family. family. Okay, okay. And that's what I'm saying. They, once you're taking it out of the plant now, right. you now made it, it went from like natural to now synthetic. Right. Once it gets into the synthetic world, that now, like if you get to the abusive aspect of it, whatever, I think they could put extra shit to make you addictive. Right. They changed compounds and stuff that are right. in there, right? But I'm saying like, you're, you're taking ayahuasca, you're crushing it, and then you're drinking it, and straight. then you go straight, straight. straight. You're taking the weed from outside and stuff, whatever, you know, straight, straight. smoking it, whatever, right? That are the godly people to me. Well, I mean, the, 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 the fentanyl peoples and I mean, stuff, the, whatever. The Bible, it's in the Bible where it's saying, yo, like, Burning the plant, bush? The, the plant, <laughs> the burning bush. I thought that was always about weed. Well, the plants, the, the, I can't remember what uh, specific verse it is, but it's the saying, no, the plants are put here to heal a nation. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, for the longest time, you know, people were crushing herbs to take care of shit. Oh, that they did. <laughs> we still crushing yeah, herbs still to crushing this day. To this day. I was about to say. I was about to say. Uh, let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week says, do people want to be lied to? Yeah, I still, you know, I I still think for some people, ignorance is bliss. Whereas, you know, if, if I I think some people are on the train that if it doesn't affect me directly, directly, directly. Lie to me. Lie to me. I don't, I I don't, I don't need to know any, any other way. So what if, Okay, let me say this. I work in healthcare. Right. Right? I want to say I have a obscure like view because of working in healthcare. It's kind of more morbid. Right. Factual. Right. So, 
my, let's say, I guess, quote unquote, my truth or my words won't be like PG or G rated. Yeah. Right? Because of the world I come from. Right. Now, some people and stuff, they know like my world exists. Like you, you, you know, killers exist out here, but you don't, might not know a killer directly or, or a hitman and stuff like that. Right. Right. Do like, you know, bring it back to the healthcare aspect. I feel like a lot of people, they would like the patch Adams kind of doctoring the sugar coated type of aspect and stuff. But the reality, because I feel like if you're telling most of these people the truth, like, yo, Stop smoking or stop doing this, that, and the third. This will lead to this, 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 and it will fuck you up in this, this, this type of way. Yeah. I feel like that shock factor would change a lot of people. It should. But if they're saying stuff like, well, you know, if you do this, it might lead to other things. It's okay, pup. You know, just take it easy. Moderation. Yeah. That's the lie to me aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not giving them the full truth. Right. And I want to say, what is the term they use in courts? Omission is a form of omission is omission. Omission is 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 a form of perjury. Right. Right. So people want to be lied to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man. If it if it doesn't affect, and even when it does affect them directly, sometimes they just can't handle the truth. Right. If your woman cheated on you, would you want her to lie to you? Nah, I'd I'd, I'd want to know. You want to know. I'd want to know. That's not how the song goes, though. Yeah, it's not how the song goes. <laughs> he, he, he didn't want to know at all. I'd want to. I'd want to know. Okay. I mean, and then I would have to decide what happens from there. I think yeah, take not, the full truth. Yeah, I think not knowing is just like I said. Like I'm ignorant. It's because for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they're in bliss. They're for damn sure. I don't. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind it and stuff. I feel like people do want to be lied to. But I just look at it, stuff is where we're in this state in the world. They've been lied to too many times. Yeah. Where they're now screwed. Hell, I was just in the liquor store. And when I was in the liquor store and stuff, and they're picking up some, some, some brew, a man was in there holding his dog like a baby. Okay. Because he didn't have a leash, but it's too hot outside to so leave the dog leave in, the in, the, in the car. Right. Yeah. right? One joker lady in front of me and stuff, there, she's like, is that a transhuman baby? <laughs> so the guy's like, what? So I look, so I look like, what? She's like, does that dog identify as a human child? Is that why you're carrying? <laughs> like that, right? Ruthless. <laughs> she's like, well, well, she's like, well, she identifies as a dog then. So that means she can come in here and just piss on the floor. Right. So I was like, the lady brings up a valid point here, it's but no one at LCVO wants to answer to the point is valid, man. Point is valid, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of these, a lot of these moments. If you go, all right, a lot like, of these moments. So I was like, well, people want to be lied to. Yeah, they 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 do, man. That, that a lot of people still can't handle the truth. Yes, that's a heavy statement. Okay, let's get to the ask the sons. Ask the sons first. Ask the sons. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First Ask the Sons comes from Sexy TT. What is, what's been a, a, what's been a mental health game changer for you? Weed. Weed. Yeah. It helps. It helps. It helps. I think for me, talking to myself kinder, talking mm. to myself more nicely. Yeah. I realized that I should be like stupid. Like if I did something wrong, be like stupid and be like, 
it happens. Yes. Say la vie, such is life. But then somebody told me that as a man, I shouldn't be saying that that much. You know, people always try to tell you how to be a man because they're saying like, you, you become passive, certain type of thing. But I'm like, no, not everything's a battle. No, it's not. Not everything it deserves like a 10-year a cry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you spill milk and stuff, like this is not the, the moment where you have like this emotional breakdown. This is the time and stuff where you look and stuff is like, do you have enough milk to repour something else, you yeah. know, to make use of it? Clean up. Yeah. Okay. Next question comes from Nunya Biz 91. So why are you asking the question then, boy? I'm assuming she don't want you to know her business. Oh, but you want to know our business. Okay. Yes. Shoot. All right. What's the biggest green flag in a woman? Let me hear your side, married man. The biggest green flag in a woman? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a nice one. She does stuff with she does stuff without even asking. Without even being have to ask. What does that mean? Like, um, how do I explain this now? Like, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working and without asking me, that is, the day might go by and without asking me if I'm hungry or not, just knowing, hey, he, he's been working all this time. I didn't see him eat anything. I bet you he's hungry. Let me go make him something to eat. No, because it shows like a caring, kind right? Of like, 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 like thing and stuff. She's, 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 she's thinking about me without me thinking about myself, or or or, or what, without even me knowing she's thinking about me. I get that. I get that. For me, the biggest green flag in a woman is fighting. <laughs> no, fighting at, or conflict resolution. Yeah. I find that dope in a woman. Like, in specific women, not every woman has that talent. Nope. Motherfuckers swear they have it. Yeah. It's, if if you're a type of person, like, if it's a woman who does, like, the silent treatment, the ghosting, the the, the lack of communication aspect, that that's not you. Right. Because I look at it stuff as where there's a conflict has arised. We gotta look at, like, now cooler heads have to prevail. Yeah. And we need to come to a solution. We need to work on it. So we have to agree to disagree. Is you know, yeah, that right there. Ooh, that and feminine, like like a, like a, a feminine woman. Yeah, ooh, mm. ooh, my left nipple gets hard. Because uh-huh. I look at it stuff as like a lot of times. I and I always see like my, I see my mom do this shit a lot when I was growing up, and I noticed that a lot of other women do it as well. But I feel like maybe because I'm used to black women, right? I see it a lot within black Caribbean women. But and women in general, it's one of these moments. Like, my mom would whoop my ass, right? I remember one time my mom whooped my ass, and she, I think she beat me or slapped me for something because I got to a fight, right? So I got to a fight, but she was asking and stuff, whatever. Like, you can't just go around beating up person because the dude was bloody, right? Right? I felt bad afterwards. She yelled, "She, oh, you could have, you could have probably killed him," and blah blah blah. I was like, "No, you can't, don't fucking me, gang, gang, gang." You know what I'm saying? And I think like she slapped me. She didn't beat me, but she like she slapped me and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, I was upset that she slapped me. Right. And I, I told her, and I said it to her and stuff with her. I was a lippy kid, so lippy as an adult. Now, but I was like, 
You tell me, don't let anybody punk, punk me around and stuff, whatever. Right, now I defend myself. I defend myself and it's a problem. Right. So I was like, what do you want, right? I was like, and I just like, just kind of, you know, emotional ass kid, emotional ass adult now. So she's like, oh shit. And she, she had a pause moment. So I was like, maybe she had an epiphany going, <laughs> looking at her eyes so she could see the tears come down my damn face. Right. She's just like, Kissed their teeth and walked away, whatever. I'm like, what the hell? Then come back later. You want some coconut drops? I was like, you just slapped me. <laughs> Fuck you off me candy for. You got to soften the blow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's their way of saying sorry. They don't want to say sorry. I feel like a lot of women don't do, they, there's something in, in their, Dana, mm. deep down the side, like for them to say sorry, especially to a man. Yeah. Woo. Ooh, like it, 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 it fucks her. If it's like, girl, you let me your outfit, whatever, or I fucked up the dress. Girl, I really like that dress. It's okay. I got the money for it. I buy it back. You know, they don't even make that dress no more. It's all right. I'm sorry I fucked it up. It's okay. Yeah. To a guy? Yeah. Why you make me spill this on myself? <laughs> if you didn't give me all those drinks earlier, uh... I would have been more sober to watch me, you know, not spill this, this alcohol on my damn dress. Yeah. What's what's a uh, a green flag that you admire about your mom? No matter what, my mother has this thing and stuff where, and it's so crazy. I, I always that's why the spiritual, not religious thing. Yeah, I was kind of looked at it stuff like even with my mother and myself. Right, my mom won't be present every Sunday for a church. Right, but she'll still find her time to pick up her Bible. Right, right, right. right. So the illest thing and stuff for that, my mom, she her thing is stuff was like, yo, the biggest green fat, my mom and stuff, whatever, is like, even when it was just two of us mm-hmm. in the household, I'm like, yo, you cook a lot. And she's like, how you know Jesus not coming by? Mm. How you know Jesus might not send a hungry soul and stuff over and everything like that? And she's like, right. and if even if no one came, we have leftovers. Right, yeah. And I was like, she's always thinking about other people yeah. beyond herself. That's yeah. the group, the biggest green flag that my mom has. I was going to say, I was I, I was actually going to say my mom's always been a hustler. That was a green flag. But as you mentioned that, I, dude, I, we would call my mom Mother Teresa. Feeding and helping everybody, right? Feeding and help everybody. Yeah. And that, that helped mold me to the person I am today. Yeah. Like, this shit don't fall too far. My mom took me to, I think, a soup kitchen... My first soup kitchen I probably went to was probably like 1993, 94. I was in elementary school. Okay. Right? And at first, I was kind of annoyed because I'm looking like, what the fuck? It's the weekend. I should be able to sleep in and do, like, play video games all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to go to, um, damn, they changed that name so many times. But it's it's now like the where Dolphins play. I think back then was um, Joe Robbie Stadium. And... I can't remember exactly who Joe, Joe Robbie was, okay. but Joe Robbie had a thing and stuff where like it was like a foundation that they would help feed the, okay. the homeless and less fortunate. Right. And we got into that bandwagon and stuff like that. And then, then yeah, I was like, oh shit. It, it was, it was joyful to see, you know, people who didn't have anything. And then when they got something and stuff, like I remember they were passing out toiletries and stuff like that. And like, there was a gentleman, the man said, in any case, he had that like, he was homeless. Yeah. He lost his toothbrush, or somebody stole his toothbrush and stuff like because he kept his stuff somewhere. He went to go beg for change somewhere. 
And when he got this bag of toiletries, the man tears start coming on his face. Yeah. He's like, I have a toothbrush again. I haven't brushed my teeth in like a few days. Yeah. And I was looking like, I don't know what that is. Like, as, as, every as, day, as I, stuff I, I, take, I, the stuff we take, take for granted. granted. Stuff you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I always said for granted. Then I think like when we were on one-on-one and stuff, whatever, we probably were going back home. My mom was like, you see that? Yeah. Did you hear what the man said? So I'm like, yeah. So she's just teaching lessons and stuff in the meanwhile. My mom's gang That's gang. So well, the same thing that, that what I was talking about when I dropped the change when I was coming off the, the highway, mm-hmm. right? And I gave the change. He's, my son was, he said, dad, you gave that, that change. I said, yeah. Sometimes you have to help. Yeah. So, sometimes you have to help. Especially in your community. Yeah. This is, this is where you live, dog. Mm, sometimes you have to help. You can't always be for yourself. Sometimes you got to be about others. Facts. No matter that. The last Ask the Sons for the week comes from Pokemon Master 1999. Oh, Sorry, 99. About to go on a world tour. What would you do if you found out your partner slash spouse was a serial killer? First question I'm asking is how much bodies? Would that make it better? Well, I gotta know. I, I, I gotta know. But you know, do we gotta dig up some shit or bury some shit? We gotta say, listen. <laughs> I want to know the full strength of your 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 powers, your, your power, powers, whatever they call it. Prowless. Prowless. There you oh. go. There you go. I would. I'm a ride or die. You're right. <laughs> I'm so I'm right. I'm riding. I just need to know how many body how many bodies you already done did. <laughs> Do I want to know that? You don't want to know? I, no, I, you want to ignorance is bliss? Ignorance is bliss? <laughs> How you murder? Just keep that on your own. I think... Cognitive distance? Dis, 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 yes. Distance? Yes. I, I feel like when I find out... Right. I hope she don't body me. You know, then. But then I would hope we're married. So I, I can't, you know... I, oh, so you can't testify I against can't her? testify against yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Marry her quick. Maybe yeah, so I'd be like, she tell you, we get married tomorrow. I was like, yo, for real, for real? And like, yeah, if we're a boyfriend, girlfriend, shit, we're like, yo, we got to wrap this shit up, man. We got to take this shit to City Hall. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if your ass get booked, I want no Paul Bernardo, Carla Homoka situation popping off. Because yeah. remember, she was married to him. Right. So when she divorced Divorce. him, mm-hmm. shit went south. That's mm-hmm. why his ass is still locked up and her mm-hmm. ass and stuff is in... I think Florida, Quebec. I don't know where she is. She's stuff. one new place name. living a whole she new life. a whole new life. Because when they were married, oh. Yeah. They couldn't touch. They couldn't touch. shut her fucking mouth. Touch. That divorce <laughs> came out where she was yeah. singing. Hmm? She was singing and testifying and stuff, whatever. So, I, here's my thing. My thing and stuff is that, you know, everybody might be afraid of a dragon. Mm-hmm. But you do know, like, even, like, the dragons or the lions or the, like, say, okay, say, average person won't fuck with a, I don't want to say dragon. Average person won't fuck with a lion. Okay. Right? Okay. Now, some of the people and stuff, let's say, you've seen it where some people have been, like, National Geographic type people studying this lion since it was, like, a cub way back when, petting this motherfucker to this mm-hmm. motherfucker looks like he's 20 times bigger than Mufasa. Right. And this motherfucker's still, like, playful as hell, like, oh, my gosh, there's still you and everything. That's not like that for everybody. No. 
it's that one particular person that right. they love and they spare. Right. Hopefully, I'm that particular person that she that they love. That she, and she loves and she, and she spares. Well, I mean, if she's coming clean to you, I think I think that might be the first indication. I don't I, but that might be the first indication. They didn't specify to come and clean. I'm analytical. Oh, okay, okay. They specify to come and clean. Be like, be like, oh, I see her in the kitchen you just looking stu- like you just Dexter. Dexter. Like, she, you know, she got a body you cleaning her knives. Yeah, yeah. She's cleaning her knives <laughs> and shit. And she's like, hey, babe. I'm like, oh shit, we have a steak. No. I'm going to need you to sit that, down that, for a minute. That, that's like an arm and stuff hanging out somewhere. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make out alive, okay? That's the first thing. The secret safe with me. <laughs> Survival. The secret safe with me. Yes. Interesting show today. Interesting mm-hmm. questions. Yeah, Appreciate those questions. Very interesting. Man. Especially that last one. Um... Let us know if you got a serial killer in your life. Hell no, I don't want to know. You, you can DM him by himself. Don't even DM the podcast. DM me, man. Don't DM mess me, with the podcast. Me. DM me. Go at Nacho Average next, Joseph. You got a Dexter in your life? We want to know. Stop saying we. You. I'm, you want to know. I don't want to know. He's curious too. We both curious. No, no, no. I only care about if it's cascading or if it's side by <laughs> side. And that's the genitalia. Like, that's just it. That's the only thing I want to know. <laughs> she wrote. For real, for real. <laughs> Shabba with that for real, for real part. He was there when she busted the shot. For real, for real. Pretty face and a bad character. Let's get it. All right. So, so say the Suns this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> so say the Suns this week says, most people miss opportunity because it looks like work. So, so says the Suns. You don't work, you don't eat, you don't grind, you don't shine. That's it. And I feel like a lot of times and stuff, there, you can see a lot of potential and you don't want to fall in love with potential or just get into that aspect of, of the potential. You really need to put in the work, but opportunity presents itself for those who are ready to accept it. Yeah. Right? I just feel like a lot of times when it seems like work, they're like, eh, fuck it. Look how many great ideas and stuff that people might shoot out and stuff like that, whatever, right? Not, not my quote-unquote sacrilegious idea yeah, and stuff no, no, like no. that. But that's still going to go down. That's yeah, but exactly. Yeah. And I, but I just look at it stuff as where some people might have the thought, but they're like, oh, but I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Like, look at podcasting. Podcasting yeah. stuff is another thing. Podcasting seems easy. You just need a recorder. You need a microphone. You need this. And you just have to have your conversation. How can you do this consistently? Do you right. think that if you only record two episodes, you're going to be a multi-millionaire. Is your backing, is your group that great for that to pop off? If the answer is no, you need to do a work for the opportunity to present itself. Yeah. So, so say the sons. <laughs> the worst thing you can do is tell somebody else that opportunity if you're not willing to do the work. Because oh, guess yes. what? Because that, that person might do the what? work. If it's a good enough opportunity... They're not going to leave it alone. Right? Facts. Facts. We are here at the end. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. As like, always. comment, subscribe. Do that. World Battle Beatmakers contest coming up August uh, 25th. Uh, 26th. 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 My bad. My bad. That's the Friday. My mama's birthday, the 25th. My birthday. My mama's birthday, the 25th. 26th. My bad. Yeah. Havoc from Mob Deep going to come through and do a full set with Big Noid as his side man up in the mouth. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. AZ's in the house. Tickets let's, still available? Let's do it. T- tickets are still available. Last time I checked, the pricing was like 
uh, 53 bucks Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's an odd number for some that's Canadian a, It shit. is an odd number. It's, they probably do the tax in there and so you don't... Oh, that's what, that's right, what I'm right, thinking. Right, that's what right, I'm right, thinking. Right. They round that bitch right, up. Oh, right, Okay, okay. Oh, so yeah. Yes, we are here. Our American folks. Tax? Tax? <laughs> take it, right? Oh, Canada. Don't blame Trudeau. <laughs> He's got enough problems. He's tons. Once again, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Like, comment, subscribe. All streaming platforms possible. Particlesons.com. We are here. Search media. And yes, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Because remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius it has, has its limits. limits. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. The Particle Sons was not your average Joseph and so fucking marvelous.